This program was recorded at Sun Bear Studio in Ripley, Mississippi. Hey, Shark fans, it's Melinda with another episode of Main Street Moments, and we are stepping out of the box today because I got the opportunity to talk to Doug Gray, the lead singer of the Marshall Tucker Band, no less, and I said, heck yeah, this is what we're going to do. So, Doug, thanks for calling in today and letting us talk to you. Well, thank you very much. I'm I'm uh, kind of stuck down here in Florida, and it's been cold, and it's really nice to know that there is some warm places in the world. Yeah. Now, now, cold in Florida. What do you call cold in Florida? Uh, more than what I wanted to wear. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay, you had to take your flip-flops off. Well, I, I live in Long Beach now, and I have, you know, I've been living there on and off for the last 20 years, but you know, all my kids and grandkids and everything still live up in Spartanburg, and, we, you know, they have their own careers and stuff like that, but uh they come down to visit when I'm off in the summer and we make make time for for ourselves. But no, as far as me being accustomed to the weather, I really don't care. You know, I mean, I, I was on military guy back in 1968 in Vietnam. It can get hot or it can get cold. It kind of doesn't matter. You can adjust to anything these days. And as long as as long as we're doing what we're supposed to do and we get up here and play a good show, and I walk off, and I'm a little bit sweaty. That way, the guys stay away from me. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> but... To the guys in the band, and you know, we just have a good time out here. It's, but it's warm, it's warm today as long as you stand in the sun. But uh, boy, for the last few days, it's been kind of chilly. We've been down south, a little bit more chilly than normal. All right, and y'all are in Florida because you are in the middle of your 50th anniversary tour. How can that be so 50 years? Well. I look at myself in the mirror and I go 50 years of doing this. And then you got to add on the 10 years before I ever went into the service. Okay. So that's a long time. I, you know, most people don't realize it, but this year I'll be 74 years old. And, you know, when they get up there and they see the, well, first of all, they hear the band rock a little bit and they remember that, you know, we have, one of the first bands to take a Skinner out. And we all were friends with all of these different bands that have come and gone. And it's, you know, even though Skinner's still out there, we just did a show with them the other night and then we just did a show with Alabama. So, you know, it's always fun to see people and say, hey, and knowing that, you know, back in the old days, I used to, before Alabama got signed, I used to tell them to come on down and hang out with me on the beach. And, you know, I've been very fortunate that way by, you know, finding out about the Myrtle Beach and, you know, liking. I liked it in the old days, but a lot of people like stuff back in the old days where you're just a, your regular self and nobody really cared what you had on when you went in to have dinner or whatever. But it's falling back into that because people are liking it. You know, people are liking the fact that it's so late, so far late back. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just Alabama, you know, and it's Alabama, it's Myrtle Beach, it's, it's some parts of Florida, but people, they got too uppity on us there for a while. You know, if you get a little bit of money and you get up, I call it uppity because that's a word I think they use on Beverly Hillbillies, but it's just, I like it too easy. And my guys, I got 23 guys out on the road. I'm looking at our two red buses right now and the crew's loading in. And the reason I'm, I got stuck back here looking at that all day, 
like if I'm on it all night and all day. But uh, you know, you get you get a crew that respects the fact of what we started. The reason we started was to play good music because we didn't know if we was gonna make any money or not at this. We had no idea, and then you know the few songs that came along that put us in charted, and then all of a sudden people didn't even know that Kitty Wells did one of our songs, and you go to the Opry, and then all of a sudden you know little Jimmy Dickens and Bill Anderson and all them people come, and they you know they want your autograph and they want a picture with you. That's got you know that messes with your head a little bit, yeah. you know, because you know, I've looked so so much toward being the Opry, you know. Of course, you know, we were always uh, CMA people, but Grand Ole Opry's a whole different story. Rhyming, that's a whole different story. You're standing out there with where legends have stood. And, you know, I don't consider myself a legend, and I don't think I ever will. Well, I think you should. Now, as we speak, you guys are about to go to Miami and finish up your route in Florida on your tour. Right. But then the next thing you're going to do is come up a lot closer to where we are in Ripley, Mississippi, yeah. you're going to be in Huntsville, Alabama, February 3rd. Okay, we're excited about that. And I wanted to say to our Shark fans, if you can't make the February 3rd, there's a few more dates up near us. We've got a Nashville, Tennessee. They're going to be at the Ryman on February 9th. And then in Chicago on February 12th. Chicago's kind of far away, Doug, but we can get on that Amtrak and go right up there. Well, let me tell you something. You can go anywhere in the world you want to in four and a half hours. That's you right. Know? That's right. So it's it's turned into that again. Used to be whenever we first started out, you know, you're lucky to get 25 people on one bus, and and then we went to flying for a long time, and then I nobody really liked that part, especially after Skinner's plane crash. We kind of rethought the whole pattern and then uh then what we did is we had people that would rent regular buses you know like greyhound and trailways and stuff like that and they'd sell tickets and put kegs on there and they would all buy tickets to the show and they'd just travel around with us for five or six weeks oh now that sounds like fun i know that it's a great idea the problem is is somebody's got to take responsibility at some point in time Okay, listen, will you tell our Shark fans about the Marshall Tucker name, where that came from? Yeah, Marshall Tucker is still, he's a blind piano tuner. He's 94 years old. He retired probably 10 years ago from being, uh, for 40 years, he, he, he taught church. He was the, the church choir director and down in Columbia, South Carolina. But what has happened is we needed a place to rehearse back in 1969 when we got back from Vietnam. And me and Toy, I worked, he worked, he, you know, he had a family and I, I had a family too, but I wasn't married. He, so, he, you know, he had double family. And, uh, you know, it was really nice. So we needed a place to rehearse and we never, never really even got to thinking about what we was going to call ourselves, anything like that. We just knew it wasn't going to be nobody's personal name. Then we got to looking and, promoter up the road he, we call him promoters now but back in his club owners came and they come up and he said man you got something pretty good you want to open for a band i got coming through next week and we went yeah we don't have a name yet what am i you know the guy said what am i gonna put on the marquee or or the handbills because they didn't do a whole lot of radio back then for local stuff in uh in spartanburg and we said come back in an hour we'll have a name for you and we drank a few more beers and did some more shots and he came back and somebody was we had a key that let us into that little bitty warehouse that room was less than 100 square feet okay but 
we he came back. We were still playing a little bit, you know, kind of flipping the keychain around. Then all of a sudden, here's what happened. He came back in. He said, what are we going to name this? And somebody looked down at the keychain. It had Marshall Tucker on it. Now, Marshall Tucker had learned his trade being a blind piano tuner. We have a wonderful blind, uh, deaf and blind school in uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina. They come from all over the world to learn trades and, and be taught and go into deeper things that they want to learn. So, and it's harder for them, and we have some wonderful teachers, and the school's a lot, a huge, huge school. It's a wonderful place. As a matter of fact, I've been down there on many walks that they had, you know, when, when everybody would get out and we'd all hang out together and stuff. It, it's just a great place. But uh, anyway, that key was on the keychain. The, the, the key chain was on the the key that let us into that warehouse. So we told him, well, let's just call it Marshall Tucker Band for uh, Marshall Tucker for tonight. And so we did that. So here we are, February 15th will be 50 years. That is a great story. What a legacy for that school and him. Well, you know, it, it's, it's a very strong, it's a very, very strong, close knit situation whenever you get to know the people at school you get to know and see i talked to marshall he's he's doing well doesn't like to be bothered anymore he's just that way he back in the 70s he was doing interviews for all the big magazines and everything said well, i'm just glad they didn't go out there and ruin my name you know and uh we've been friends forever and he didn't care if we used the name because anybody can use anybody's name so you know he was just very proud cbs and other affiliates did was flying people in to do it and they kind of still do, but he doesn't like to do that stuff anymore. But his health is getting, you know, he's getting a little up there and health, you know, we, him and his wife, who she is also blind, and his daughter still lives in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Okay, so we want to make sure that everybody knows that you guys are on tour. You have several dates that they can get tickets to come see you guys. Huntsville, Nashville, February 9th. Chicago, February 12th. Eureka Springs, Arkansas, March 25th. That's close by. And it then, is. And then April 8th, you're in Mississippi at Biloxi at the IP. And yep. it's great down there at, during April. So maybe some of our listeners can go catch you then. Oh, I think that would be wonderful. And you know what I tell them? They, they will never be let down because we never do the same show every night. It's just according to what feels right with audience. That I, I love it. That is great. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to us today. You're you're just a legend. I don't know if you realize that y'all are legendary. I know you you say you're common people, but you're not. You are the soundtrack of our lives, and you've made it rich. Well, thank you very very much, and and I hope people look at us just like we're the guy that would open the door for them at Seven Eleven because we would. That's just the way we are, and that's the way it'll always be with Marshall Tucker. Yeah, and that makes it even better. Okay, thank you so much, Doug, for taking time to talk to us today. Shark fans, you guys look for the Marshall Tucker Band anniversary tour. Go get yourself a ticket today. Doug, thanks so much. I hope you have a great tour. All right. God bless. I'll see you later.